The Artist on Pack podcast may contain adult language. Listener discretion is devised. Hello and welcome to Artist's Home, the show where every month we get an intimate glimpse into the lives of the artists we love. I am your host, Aaron Roden, and in this episode, this very special episode, we're going to be talking with owner, well, co-owner of Artist's Home and runner of things, uh, Kevin Sir, co-producer of this show, of this here program. And he's going to be joining us to talk about his hopes, his dreams, what makes him tick, and also about this stellar, stellar lineup for Timber Outdoor Music Festival coming up July 12th through the 14th in beautiful Carnation, Washington, and it's going to be an absolute trip. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. Go to TimberMusicFest.com to get yours. I happen to know I have some insider information that tickets are going very quickly as of right now, so you might want to jump on that. Anyway. Let's get into the show, shall we? Let's talk with Kevin Sir, co-producer of this here podcast. Enjoy. So what keeps you going within this in this business? In this business. Yeah. In the um, music in the music the music industry. I think the same thing that got me started was just I I felt yeah, as an artist, I felt like I got the short end of the stick. Yeah. And when I kind of went to the other side and wanted to do things in the quote-unquote industry i just wanted to um whatever i did i wanted to like kind of help propel artists forward and encourage them in the way that i felt like i wish i was encouraged or help them the way that i wish i was helped or sure. could have been helped right um so that really like you know like we're t- like with this timber lineup and everything we're talking about, the thing I get most excited about are the bands that I think no one's heard of before. And is that kind of what keeps it fresh for you? I think so. And I think also like uh, having artists that people know and creating moments that allow both the artists and the audience to see them from a different perspective. So whether that's collaborations or just, you know, finding ways to create moments that have never happened before. Yeah. Um, it may never happen again. Um, those kind of memories like you know and I, I think that is a big thing mm-hmm. like I look at it like what is so rewarding and what do I look fondly on at the end of the summer I'm like or at the end of a festival it's just kind of hearing people recount and talk about like that was the best weekend of my summer or of my life literally and knowing that they're going to carry those memories that they had with people and together for a long time yeah and that I had something to do with that um, not to get all hippy dippy about it and <laughs> and spiritual. Well, people can't see this at home, but but you do have you do have a sizable dreadlock collection oh, on the Jesus. top of your head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, Just I mean not Just to kidding. get super corny, but that is what makes me feel good every day. Like, or just at the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this, and people, you know, like um, there's a there's a thing that happens like. Uh, at Dobe we do this these secret shows at midnight mm-hmm. Dobe Fest and uh, we started putting these shows on at, up in this uh, tree house that they have and it's like three stories up and the artists perform on the, the ledge of this tree house and you have like a few hundred people just sitting down on the ground like at one in the morning look staring up you know with these that's this. amazing and so when I don't join the crowd I actually hide underneath the tree house yeah no one can see me and I, the first time we had it, I I, You're like, I pulled Chad over and I said, you got to see this. Uh-huh. And so we're hearing the artists above it. We're looking at this sea of people with this just utter joy on their face. Yeah. And last year I had one of my friends who was, who's a photographer take a picture of it for me so I can just get a print and just have it up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's sort of like that. I don't know. I don't know how I got in this place where I'm able to like celebrate music which is obviously just my love my life everything but at the same time like do it in a way where i get to be creative and help create moments that you see these people experience in in such uh, 
such a profound way and it's cool and I get just, I, I don't know like it's rewarding I, I can't say anything more it's yeah just, I can I, dig that yeah yeah I like that yeah but I don't sound so, too much like Tony Robbins or something no here. no thank god okay <laughs> not at all <laughs> uh but but uh I do see a separate say because you and I are 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 fairly close friends yeah, I do see a separate side of that, and there is a lot of stress that comes along with that. There is. So does that those obviously those moments kind of make this all worth it, then? Huh? Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. most of my stress comes from my own insecurities. Like I'm pretty insecure, really? dude, as you know, probably. I mean, what, I thought I've never really noticed. That. I thought you're a good friend of mine. Whatever. <laughs> I guess we're not so close. I don't know. I think like you know, I, I'm a musician. I was a musician first and foremost, and I think a sure. lot of musicians share a certain insecurity. You know, yeah, like, that's always there. Yeah, yeah. So like yesterday, we announced the Timber lineup, and I was like sick to my stomach on the way to KXP getting right. ready to announce that. And I it's was like it's now become kind of a. Uh, although you did not do this yesterday, but it has been in the past, mm-hmm. the past couple years. Uh, you and I have gotten very close, and you used to call me before you'd go on the radio each day. Yeah, but I had to get there super early, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually glad you didn't call me yesterday. Okay, cool. <laughs> but you know how panicked I am the day I yes. announced the lineup, and yeah. it's just um, because I second guess so much, and I maybe, and I hope it's because I really care, and yeah. I really want, I, I, you know, it means a lot to me, and I want it to resonate and have meaning to other people. Um, and we also do things differently than a lot of music festivals do. So like, you know, when I'm announcing a band called like Douse, who are from Vancouver and they sent a submission and I could not stop watching their videos. They're yeah. incredible. And then I go on their Facebook page to see how many of my friends like them Yeah, and yeah. it's zero. And I'm like, okay, that's the band I want to play. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. knows who they are, which gets me excited because I'm like, yeah, this is a band that needs a foothold. They need a presence in this region and this, this performance is going to help them. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to help our, our audience is also likely going to go in and be, and have that experience where you fall in love with the band for the first time, Yeah, which is something we always aim for. I think it's just the most wonderful thing. It's just, I don't know, like every time you find a new band that you just like are head over heels with, it's a great feeling it's a great thing and when it when it happens live yeah at a music festival that feels like summer camp where you've been like floating in a river all day and sipping rainiers and then all of a sudden your mind's blown by this band you've never heard of before right it becomes profound so like i go on the air and then all of a sudden i have the second guess where i'm like oh my god i'm about to announce this band that no one's ever heard of it before and all the trolls are going to be like Ugh, never heard of that band you suck you know <laughs> which i doesn't happen but i'm afraid it is yeah yeah um so i don't know i don't even know what your question was anyway <laughs> i think you answered it Security? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like nerves. Nerves. Um, and it's scary, like I get to do this for a living. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't feel real. Like I'm How so? Um, I just You just feel like you're super lucky? Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the roof to cave in at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just my own fault. But <laughs> um and I think that's just kinda growing up like not having a lot or not feeling you know and um so i do feel incredibly lucky i will i will uh you know that that's probably why i never kind of ventured out on my own and opened my own business right yeah like without having like a side job yeah or a main job yeah that matter because like that that would just freak me out like i'm not i'm not that type of person i can't i can't do that thing is every time i stepped into that world yeah of like what could have turned into a cubicle job right uh that I, scares you even more that scares me more <laughs> like i think i would rather be poor and um kind of dictate my own path mm-hmm. than feel like uh i can be laid off any day by this corporate company who can yeah. give two shits about me you know i'll get a severance or something but like that to me is is uh, scary and i mean yeah. i don't know how in depth you want to get in kevin's life on this <laughs> But I think, you know, I had a dad who, who had a union job and yeah. I remember, and he went on strike 
And I remember having to sit there because I think it was in the summer or something. And so every day he was out picketing and I was there picketing with him. Mm-hmm. And I remember how scared I was about like, well, where are we getting money? Like, how are we going to do stuff? And I don't know, maybe that had a big thing on me. So where I never, I never trust that like nine to five. Right. I never trust right. that career. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I just put on, <laughs> I get in, I, I'd rather get involved <laughs> in the super safe and sustainable world of music festivals. <laughs> And, um, you know, just the, the stable, you made a real solid decision, the stable music industry where, you know, honestly, like everyone just, you know, when you tell your relatives that I want to work in music, the first thing they think of is, oh, that's, that's great. Great. You're going to be living in my basement for the rest of your life. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm I'm all over the place. I mean, one day I'm like, like, holy shit, we're doing this. It's great. And the next day I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? This is off. This is terrifying. You know, (laughs) I feel like I'm setting money on fire. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. um, No, but it's so rewarding. And uh, yeah, like putting lineups like this and doing timber is well and being a being a person that actually attends these festivals and stuff like that like i mean man some of the experiences that i've had at uh, at timber uh in the summer and yeah. in the end in the winter uh, uh just amazing yeah you got to recite and mikey's monologue from goonies i did that was so fun the next time you take a test it'll be in some other school our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. But right now they gotta do what's right for them. Cause it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. Wow, that was a secret show. That was your introduction. It was the best intro. Right off the top of my head, too. Sorry, I got. I got to yeah. say that that was totally unplanned. Yeah. So and, if you're listening, and I just did it yeah. because I was kind of drunk. Yeah. And Aaron was. Is uh, that why I'm not invited back to MC any of the festivals anymore? No. Tro- <laughs> Troy Nelson. Troy Nelson is the OG. I know he, he is. He is my he man. Is. He's the OG, and like he has that first right of refusal kind of thing. <laughs> so I always, uh, Troy always has a place because he, you know, we didn't, Timber wasn't even a thing, and Troy Nelson was um, the first guy, mm-hmm. you know, to me, like I look up to everyone at KXP like heroes. Yeah. Like, to me, that whole building and everything in those people are my heroes. Yeah. Like what they do, how they hold the music community up and together is in is so rare, and I can't believe how it works. And it's chock full of like good people, just amazing human beings. Yeah, and so, like yeah. the first time we did Timber, um, I actually didn't know Troy too well, but I was a huge fan of him mm-hmm. and what he would play. And I think I just reached out to him one day. We met casually because he was playing in the Young Evils. Yeah, and, I, and uh, I said, "Hey, man, like we're gonna put on this crazy new festival, like Incarnation. Would you have any interest in emceeing?" And he was like immediately, like, "Yes." Can I camp the weekend? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm like, sure cool can i bring some friends sure <laughs> and um we became buds and yeah. um i love him i love you too but he was just yeah the fact that like he came on no and... he is way better at it than i am he... and then i will ever be <laughs> so like but if you get drunk and just recite monologues from goonies <laughs> about troy's bucket and it yeah. being our time down here that's, that's the right. best way that's to right. introduce a band ever that's so. right it was it was a lot of fun man it was yeah. a lot of fun. So if people, yeah, people don't realize, yeah, you introduced planes on paper. Right. And instead of doing, hey, everyone, welcome to Timber, you just got up there and you talked about, and you just recited the, it is our time. Yeah. Down our, our time. <laughs> I had to change the direction because we were up in a loft in a barn. Oh, so you said up here. So up here, up here, it's our time. Down there, oh, down there, man. it's their time, their time down there. And you, so, and you asked me afterwards, dude, I'm sorry. I did this. Is that cool? I'm like. Is that cool? That is cool. Like, I was just like, that's the greatest thing you could have ever told me. Like, that's the greatest introduction I've ever heard at one of my festivals. It was wonderful. It was so cool. So that's Absolutely how we roll, wonderful. people. That's yeah. how we roll. Yeah. If you want to know, we're just nerds. Yeah. And it's uh, it's coming up, man. New yeah. uh, Timberfest. Like you said, the lineup was announced yesterday. Yeah. Timber. And uh, we're going to go through a little bit of a list of, of bands that we would love to talk about and that... Uh, that you have found out about, like Dows. 
what's the deal with them, man? How did you find out uh, about these? So every year we have open submissions for our festivals, and yeah, I yeah. listen to every single band that sends in su- submission. I, and even at the end, I have like 80 bands that I really love that I'm like, oh, God, I have 80 bands left, and I only have two spots. Yeah. So like the most grueling thing is those last couple, um, and they were on that list. And it was a combination of just like they had such great live videos online. Um, and it was so... I was just captivated like they're very they're kind of um, this uh, like subdued art rock but with just powerful guitars Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just captivated and they're a band that I just I kept wanting to hear more and see more and that was just like you know what that's it I gotta pick that band right because I just have to see more of this and I have to know more about what they're doing and get excited about where they're going and also just yeah like that whole thing of nobody knows who they are yeah like literally nobody right in in the seattle region and so i know that like it's cool because they're gonna come down play this great festival they don't know what timber is i don't think i don't think they've ever been (laughs) so they're gonna walk into this summer camp wonderland yeah play to an amazing awesomely supportive crowd and be like what just happened we that need to come cool. down here more often. That was cool. Right? So that's my hope. Yeah. That's my dream is like they come down and have the weekend of their life and then yeah. they just make playing our town more more frequent. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And there's there's bands out there where the name just fits. Yeah. And it just fits with these guys. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I like it. No, they're great. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. Uh, check them out. Just look on YouTube because their videos are fantastic and they have one album that's available up on band camp yeah um front to finish and what night are they gonna be playing i don't even know yet oh it's not even set (laughs) yeah we have we've only set certain parts of the schedule um so we know like who's headlining saturday who's headlining friday and a couple other things um but i don't don't know where we're gonna have them yet just yet yeah yeah well i really yeah i'm i'm excited to i'm really excited to see them live there's also like there's I don't know if it's just age or something like that, but like I've been getting more into just drummers. Yeah. And their drummer is fantastic. Yeah. He's so, also so good. He's also a doppelganger for Peter from Deep Sea Diver. Oh, it, he does he look like he looks, looks like, like the first time I saw uh-huh. I watched a video because I was going through like thousand submissions. Yeah. I clicked on the video and I was watching it and I was like, wait, does Peter have a new band? <laughs> so if anyone knows Peter did Peter Dicks, did Peter move to Canada yeah Canada? and I sent him a link I was like oh my god I found your doppelganger and I sent and I messaged him that link and he says dude I seriously had to take a double take I thought that was me <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay cool I'm not crazy that's um, funny but yeah that's if you funny. like like if you like bands like the wild ones uh they remind me a lot yeah of that yeah. also bed um, oh bed is was so one of our favorites. I found out about bed uh, at uh, Timber. Timber Winter. Timber Winter. Yeah. yeah, man. Shout out to Bed. Poor yeah. Man. And made, I think, friends for life. Yeah. They're such wonderful human yeah. beings. Yeah, they are. And their kid is so cute. Yeah. 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 up between industrial revelation uh with the northwest tap connection as well yeah man so every year like i, I kind of alluded to earlier it's like we mm-hmm. try to take bands that people are somewhat familiar with and create moments right. one-of-a-kind moments allow themselves and the audience to see them from a different perspective yeah yeah you know and for people who don't know who don't live in in the the washington area um, Industrial Revelation is kind of like a, a jazz. Yeah, um, they're basically. Trio, yeah, right? are they are they still a trio? They're a quartet. They're a quartet. Yeah, okay. so they're like the four best jazz musicians who are also huge fans of like everything. Fantastic musicians. So like, yes. Yeah, I, I like to think of like like it's it's like if you took like a Mingus and Miles Davis era, like in terms of their tone, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like you know just the tones they work with in their orchestration but they arrange like radiohead yeah and their live show feels a little bit like fugazi yeah it's insane and uh it's like punk jazz yeah and it's not it's not convoluted at all no it's pure heart yeah and um and they're just like 
you know, we had them play Timber Winter, I think three years ago. Oh, and the crowd went nuts. The crowd was, it was one of the best live shows I've literally seen in my mm-hmm. life. Like up there with Fugazi, up there yeah. with like, I saw Porter's Head with an orchestra. Like like that Industrial Revelation set was by far one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. And I was surrounded by all the other artists who were performing. Uh-huh. We were all huddled by the front of house. Yeah. Like, and all of them just kind of had their head down and were like holding their heads and in disbelief yeah. about what they were singing. And I remember Lee Bob from Lee Bob Watson or Lee, from Lee Bob and the truth. who's yeah. one of my favorite musicians walks out, out of the hall. And I was like, Oh, you're leaving. He's like, dude, I need a break. Like, I can't believe what that I just, I'm, and he just was like <laughs> dumbfounded. Yeah. And after that set, so many Seattle musicians were like, dude, do you think they give lessons? Like they're that good. So, what this collaboration is is we're t- it it is with them in this amazing kind of uh, organization in school called Northwest Tap Connection. Mm-hmm. Northwest Tap Connection is run by um, Melva Aco. started this uh, school in Rainier Beach um, to teach young ki- or kids from that area um, the art of tap and dancing and to give them this outlet, this super positive outlet to learn this art form that's yeah. helping keeping this amazing art form alive. And this thing has just kind of exploded, right? Yeah, it's exploded. Um, a lot of their... Uh, I guess uh, philanthropy is based on like social justice and um, and giving these kids a means to express themselves and have a voice. Yeah. And yeah. I worked with them a few years ago on a, another concert and I was just overwhelmed by how incredible they were as performers and how just together that whole organization was. Say his name. Keep money great. Say his name. Keep money great. Say his name. Keep money great. Won't you say his name? John Crawford. Say his name. Let's have them, these kids who are amazing tap dancers, collaborate with Industrial Revelation for this one-time performance where not only will these young people get to show how incredible they are to a a crowd of 3,000 people who've never seen them before, but also get this opportunity to work with four professionals um, like Evan Flory Barnes and Aham and, uh, and Devon and you know it's it's going to be so rewarding in the process for everyone involved and the payoff is going to be huge I have no doubt so yeah it's going to be really cool I mean this this kind of brings to mind one of the other mashups that you guys have done in the past um, with uh, Ravenna Woods and um, Seattle Kokon Taiko. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the local band Ravenna Woods, this is one of those moments where we had them collaborate. And I missed it. I missed it. Yeah. I see that so bad. It's a testament to how good it was that no one had their phone out and no one recorded it. Yeah. Because everyone just stood there with their jaws dropped. Yeah. Like seeing Ravenna Woods, if you don't know who they are, just look them up and imagine them with like a 15 piece Taiko drum corps behind them. Oh, and yeah. that's so cool. It was so powerful. And I want it to happen again. You know, I talk with Chris and I know that they're actually the band in that Taiko drum group are really good friends now. Mm. Um, and there's been an amazing relationship that's kind of spawned from that collaboration. Yeah. So eventually it'll happen again. Yeah. But this industrial revelation, Northwest Tap connection, that's this year's thing that no one has ever seen before. You may never see again. So you better be up front and just pay attention because minds are gonna melt yeah and that's it I can't wait to see it it's gonna be cool I can't wait to see it wind strange course without warning sage bush for miles on in way out in the sacto mountains ripe cactus root for you to uh, let's go down the list here. Um, the Sons of Rainier. Yes. My Lord. First of all, love this name. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's it's Northwest through and through, right? Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> they're either talking about the beer or the actual mountain. <laughs> well, maybe that'll be a good, maybe you'll have them on the, on the show one day. We talked about it. Yeah, totally. Um, the Sons of Rainier, um, they kind of popped on everyone's radar this last like year. And um, two of the members are in Honcho Poncho, Sam and Charlie. Oh, okay. Shout out to them. I did not know that. Yeah, but they're just, they're kind of playing backup, like upright bass and nice. drum. Yeah. Um, but Sons of Rainier have like, I, I they came on my radar because I was kind of booking shows and whatnot in every prominent band uh, that was part of like kind of the Ballard scene. Uh that was anything it was like all of them were asking hey can you get sons of rainier to open can you get sons of and it's always the sign when like all the people you really respect and look yeah. up are like all asking for the same opening band and next thing you know it was just like i finally i looked it up and i listened to it i saw one video of a song called payette and was just floored it's just yeah. beautiful country swing Romantic, gorgeous. Party grass clings to sand. The train blows lonesome for the old home. The sky mingles with the land. Peeking through the Tucson mountains. Kind of country swing yeah. from Seattle. And four part harmonies. Um, I think you could expect more than just them performing at the campfire stage. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have them do some secret show somewhere. Nice. Maybe by the river or something. Yeah. And I, I remember when I got the submission, I messaged them right away. Yeah. Um, cause I just knew like, and you hear a band and you like a lot of the bands I book to, uh, sometimes it just has to do with like, I need this band on the campfire stage at this time. Yeah. Like, because there's always like certain times of day or certain places where you just need the right vibe. Right. And for me, like, yeah, this is campfire. This is surrounded by fir trees. Everyone's huddled up together in a mass late at night. Mm -hmm. And this is what that's going to be. Yeah. So I know this might be, this might, this question might be like off limits. Sure. But how much really crappy music do you get sent oh man um here's the thing about going through a lot of music yeah um i think every band should have to do it (laughs) every band that (laughs) submission i think every band that sends a submission should have to go through the process of listening to the submissions yeah um for the sole reason of under of seeing how maybe everything that a lot of people are doing is very much the same Mm. Uh, and not not even just with their music, but with their like websites and and how they choose to stream their music and whatnot. Um, but I never, you know, it's weird. I never really like look at a band, and go, "Oh, that's terrible or awful." Like um, because I've had bands where I felt like I, this is not good, and then three yeah. years later, I see it, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Well, they got better. Not that. Oh. Like a lot of the time. Well, yeah, that happens. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But like sometimes, like. You know, bands just choose to record themselves on a crappy iPhone with bad audio. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I see. And that's the impression I have. And it makes oh, it sound yeah. flat or yeah. it just makes it sound like garbage. And then three years later, I see it live and I'm like, that's not at all what you were or like what you sent me. Yeah. Um, so I never really feel like anything's like, quote unquote, terrible because I've seen things that I think there's no way this can be good. And then years later, I'm like, that's stellar. You're such a better person than I am. Well, <laughs> I think I've all, I mean, but like you're a musician too. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and you know what? I'm going to come out right out <laughs> and say it. I'm not a good one. Whatever, man. <laughs> but I, I do look at it sometimes and be like, yeah, like sometimes you're in bands and it takes you a little bit to find your voice and to find your, your place. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, like. I really like when I every time I mean this is not me being cheesy or, or suck up to artists but I like when I open up a submission I'm silently rooting for them yeah I'm just like come on come on be good impress me be good please like yeah. and sometimes like I'll get those and I see a flaw or something and I'll I'll kind of send a note be like hey you should really delete that video because I've seen you live and that doesn't represent you well yeah um because I want them to succeed you know like, sure sure but um do I get bad stuff? No, I have to listen through a lot of stuff. And I think what I get, what I feel more of is like, uh, 
a lot of people are just, you know, like a lot of bands are just doing a lot of the same. Yeah. And I think you get a lot of people who see something become successful um, for its own reasons. And Mm -hmm. then you get like a wake of like 80 people just trying to recreate that. Sure. I mean, it's not just stylistically, but it's also like, remember the takeaway video, how that was like a huge thing where everyone have one camera shot and it would just slowly move and they would perform live to this one camera. Yeah. That's called a takeaway video. Okay. That became all the rage, you know, whereas like I had years where like 70% of my submissions were nothing but that, but the audio was recorded through the camera and it was just awful. <laughs> um, no, but like truth is like that submission process though. Also like if, when I get to the end of it, I end up booking bands I've never heard of before. People get blown away by things they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And then I also like end up having lifelong friends because of it. Like I have so many friends like bed, like we talked about. Bed. Oh yeah. Bed's yeah. a process of the submission process. Right. So you, that you wouldn't have these close friends in your life if they didn't just fill out a little form and send me a submission. Yeah. And I look at that too is like, man, like there's so many people that are close in my life that have been around forever. And I think about it. I'm like, Oh my God, I know them because they sent a submission one day to yeah. perform yeah. at Timber. And uh, now they're, they're just, people in my life yeah totally and everyone else's too it's so cool. that was a very diplomatic answer i should run for office <laughs> you could i should be like you could. the ninth uh, one-term mayor of seattle <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> um that's it that's really interesting too so i mean yeah if you are if you are a band submit please right? i mean we make it so easy it yeah. takes five minutes five or six years and it's just really? never worked and they're one of my favorite bands live bands um where are they from they're from canada another band from canada wow are we we're uh three out of four so far i know well we, we booked three can, uh, bands from from canada oh, okay so we're just getting them out of the way yeah because you know <laughs> whatever get them out of the way canadians but um yeah petunia and the vipers uh it is awesome I don't know what else to explain. This guy, Petunia, is a singer. Right. He has this beautiful voice. He can, um, where he sings this beautiful yodeling falsetto. And this is the one where I could not believe that he was singing and playing the guitar at the same time. Yeah. Because it just seems like, to me, that just seems like an incredible feat. Yeah. And the time signature that he is. Yeah, we're talking about a a song, a cricket song. Yeah. Where it's a very subversive moment where he goes into like polyrhythm three over four. Oh my gosh. And he's singing three and playing four, or he's singing four and playing three. Sorry, that's total music theory nerd thing. <laughs> but trust me, it is incredibly hard to do. And he yeah. doesn't with such ease, you barely even notice it's happening. Oh, it's just such a beautiful voice. It's like a, it's, it's almost verging on like, I want to say, I want to, and, and I haven't heard much of them, but mm-hmm. uh, I do want to kind of compare it a little bit to like a almost like a, a Tom Waits kind of grizzled baritone well with it's like a, a, a country I think uh, it's a smooth baritone the, you do yeah the person that I I may and I'm totally not googling this right now um try to talk and type at the same time to uh, make it to make it Marty Marty Robbins. Oh, you just came up with that off the top totally. of your head? Totally. <laughs> but, you know, the down in the West Texas town of El Paso. Yeah. That guy. Oh. Um, so it's yes. a beautiful, I would say, like 1950s, 60s, like country baritone cowboy music. Uh-huh. Um, but he also, like, gets into elements of, like, psychability and rockability. Yeah. And just an, assor- an assortment of music that was spawned from those early roots and he has that gorgeous smooth baritone voice yeah but then sings this beautiful yodel falsetto and um yeah that song is just killer but everything they do is fantastic and they just they throw a party live oh good yeah excellent so another good one to see right yes sir yeah petunia and the vipers But honey, baby, sweetie pie, 
I gotta live, gotta go, gotta get free my hoes and the coward with the toes and the nose. Every year we get involved with Sound Off, with Mobile yeah, Sound Off. And, right. Uh, we get involved and we help do some mentorship and uh, consultation with all the artists. We talk to them about the music industry and give them advice, answer their questions. Um, but every year we also try to pick two bands that are part of the competition. Um, and it, this year's Sound Off competition was by far the best that I've ever seen, like the six years that I've been going. Um, and the two bands we booked, uh, there's a girl named Maya Wynn who's a solo artist who like would go from playing like a sub cigar box tenor guitar to like an SG with a slide and then jump like she must have played like seven, eight different instruments, but they're all very well thought out. Like usually yeah. when someone does that, they're just trying to show off, but actually the orchestration and the, and the, the timbre of those instruments are really a lot of sense with their songs. And she reminded me a lot of like a prom queen meets Angel Olsen, but Ooh, yeah, I mean, she awesome. yeah, she is something else. Um, so I was like, campfire, we got to put her by the campfire stage. So mm -hmm. Maya Wynn, um, amazing artist. And the other artist we chose uh, was uh, this female hip hop MC, Misunderstood, who collaborated at Sound Off with this uh, rock young rock band, Gypsy Temple. And what happened on stage was this explosion of energy. It was just bombastic powerful amazing gypsy temple are an incredible band and she's an incredible mc and that whole th sense of collaboration and community and whatnot like they literally formed together as a band for sound off and it was really cool to see that and see it on stage and have them perform and be like wow you guys have been doing that for years and like no we just started doing this just for sound off yeah and um so they're gonna kill it they're gonna play the main stage they're gonna be running around timber having fun Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so Sound Off, people. Go to Sound Off. Mopop presents it, and every year you discover great, like, all-ages music. Yeah. And uh, I know I've seen you there before. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Maya Wynn, Misunderstood, uh, local band The Regrets, who are um, just a fantastic local indie band. Remind me a little bit of Fine Prince, who I've booked before. Um, but I've been loving their music for the last year and just really wanted to put them on a pe pedestal. Um, another local Seattle band who has my favorite band name, like in a long time is Beverly Crusher. This, I am so curious as to <laughs> what this band sounds like. Is it all, uh, Star Trek based? <laughs> it is just, it's really, cause that's the, that's the therapist from Star Trek, the next, next generation, generation, right? Yeah. yeah. And the name just sounds so cool. It's when you the think of best it as a band name. name for a band. Beverly Crusher. Beverly but Crusher. then it has this like juxtaposed with who Beverly Crusher was. Right. Right. It's so cool. Anyway, Beverly Crusher, they're like that punk rock band you want to be playing in your basement yeah, when you're just a totally teenager are. and drunk and just having fun. So right. Teens right. Don't drink anyway, <laughs> but they're that punk rock band. Uh, the singer plays a PVT 60, which is like my favorite guitar ever. Yeah. Best $200 yeah. guitar you could ever buy. Yeah. Um, but they're just flat out fun rock and roll. Just loud. That's awesome. Obnoxious, hilarious. I love it. And great. So and Be Beverly Crusher. And Brothers from Another. Group, yeah, here trio. in Seattle for a long time. Yeah, they've been a, a prominent trio, and they've actually been kind of like on a little hiatus. I feel like when yeah, I, I haven't seen much, I haven't seen much uh, come yeah, from them. So they lately. haven't performed in a while. I think maybe one of them's off to college or something like okay. that. Okay, and okay. so when I hit them up, I was like, "Hey, you guys still playing? Because I really like your band." And, mm -hmm. uh, and they're like, "Hold up." Like, let me check with the other members because yeah, like, yeah. we haven't, but we we're gonna get started again. So uh, this Timber performance apparently is just their first time back on a stage, you know, for some time. Wow! So that's awesome. It's gonna be crazy cool. I mean, they just they throw and a party. They are extremely talented kids, man. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I guess they're not kids anymore. Well, we're right? older, so we just call everyone kids. <laughs> Everybody's kids. Everyone who's playing music <laughs> to us is a kid. Um, I got more gray than you, and you're like a kid. Well, I'm a kid to you. Yeah, that's why you're you hang out older. with me. So you're like, you never like are the old guy. <laughs> Way to go, I'm just, Aaron. I Well, I, I think it's more so that I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I have been 60 years old since I was 13. Yeah, it was. You me. know? Yeah. 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 But brothers from another man, like that's, it's just a party and it's perfect for summer. And they're the great local hip hop, great orchestration, great music, everything. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you've got kind of like I want to say, well, first of all, polyrhythmic, yes, playing, right? Yep. Um, and this band, for some reason, for some reason, it, I always thought that they were kind of like, and no offense should be taken by this seriously, <laughs> but I always thought they were a cover band that played like the casino, the local casino. Circuit. Yeah. You were thinking of something completely different. What the heck was I thinking? I of? don't know. Cause polyrhythmics are just one of the best funk and groove and soul bands. <laughs> like, I am so sorry in to, the entire to North- anybody in polyrhythmics who's listening yeah. to this right now. Hey, I apologize. Ben, when, when we meet Aaron Roden, I will let you punch him in the stomach. <laughs> ben, you um, get a free shot, a free shot, a free shot. No, polyrhythmics, man. Like, that's just one of the best parties you can go to. They're kind of blowing up. Like, they're touring constantly. They're all over the country. Well, when I finally when I finally listened to it, I was like, holy smokes. This yeah. is fantastic. Yep. Great soul. Yeah, and they've been doing it for a while. And this yeah. is, uh, and oddly, we have yet to be able to host them in Timber. So, um, you know, and we know those guys. They're well, this great. is going to be one of those bands that just gets people off their butts. Oh, yeah. And just moving shaking and there, shaking, man. Shaking there, you know what? Indeed. Um, so, yeah, Polyrhythmics, fantastic. And then you guys, you kind of have, like, a uh, trifecta of, what, like, uh, headliners. We do. Bit, right? We totally do. Like, um, well, the headliner um, of the whole thing is Carson Headrest. And these guys, I I feel like they kind of came out of left field, right? Yeah, but if you the, look up I the, guess it's I guess it's mainly one one guy, right? Yeah, but you look them up, and and they've been doing it for a few years, right? You know, right. and it's just sort of um, once you see them, once you hear them, there's just something incredibly unique and endearing mm-hmm. about everything he does. There's a vulnerability to his songwriting, and it's like it's gorgeous, but it is fun the same time i don't know like it's such a unique beautiful sound yeah um but they're like you know kind of already one of the biggest bands in seattle and going all over the world and doing their thing and i was just like tickled to death that they wanted to play timber because i knew that i'm sure every festival in the entire like west northwest region was i'm sure they got a lot of offers for this summer i would hope so yeah i mean because everyone's like dude how did you get car seat well and they're working on a new record right now coming out coming out soon right yeah yeah um but they are they're gonna play tacoma and they're gonna play i think they have a bellingham show so they got a couple album release but this will be their first kind of seattle area show um with that release now and when they perform what they've been doing lately is a seven piece band um, with the Naked Giants. Right, who is also playing who, the who, festival. Yeah, so you basically have two of my favorite bands in mm-hmm. a super group live on stage. Yeah. They did collaborate a little bit at the Neptune some time ago, and they recorded a cover um, of the Talking Heads, and it is so gorgeous and cool, and that's them together. Um, and so that has happened um and so yeah but this incarnation of what they're doing like we're gonna have the naked giants play and then car seat headrests and naked giants just aren't leaving the stage and that's awesome it's gonna be a rock and roll tour de force i love it i love it man and those in those naked giants guys i just like want to put like carry them in my pocket and take them everywhere like yeah 
incredible human beings. And they have a new album that's coming out on Friday. So that would be tomorrow, March 30th. Yeah. So whenever you hear this, go buy their new album. Um, it's rad. You could preview it on uh, Bandcamp and whatnot. But it's uh, it's going to be it's one of the best albums of the year. Period. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Now one of the one of the uh, one of the artists that um, I am probably most excited to see mm-hmm. is got to be Kyle Kraft. Um, you turned me on to this guy like I don't know maybe a couple months ago yeah something like that and uh, we were talking about kind of trying to get him onto the podcast at some point in the yeah. future and uh, man I just went down a rabbit hole of yeah. just listening to his whole record yeah and oh man I love it Kyle Kraft it's perfect like summer it's perfect like summer by the river vibes summer by the river uh, love songs yeah, and but also like talk about a guy like his voice is just so powerful yeah. and so just gorgeous and uh but those guitar tones that he hits. Yeah. Um that just like I don't I know love if it's it. like a tremor verb or something like it. that, but oh my god. Um Kyle Krabs like just rad live show um put out a new record on Sub Pop just a few months ago and kind of blow has been blowing up. Yeah. Like, friends at Sub Pop are like, "Dude, that guy's just becoming a thing yeah like people yeah. are just really starting to take notice and it's a yet um it reminds me a little bit of fruit bats in, mm-hmm. in vibe um a little bit like different than eric um but also the same in that like you can go and buy the entire catalog and you do not have a weak moment in yeah. your entire yeah. recorded career almost like almost like maybe not the same sound but just kind of the same way i feel about uh the war on drugs yeah you know just like a solid, just a solid, yeah. solid album. Yeah, and it just, yeah, they'll make you want to dance. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. like You're just not a dancer. I'm a dancer. <laughs> yeah, we obviously haven't hung out enough. <laughs> but um, Kyle Kraft, um, he'll be headlining Friday Night of Timber. Um, and Car Seat Headrest, Naked Giants will be headlining Saturday. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. And we can't, we can't end this without talking about uh tau yeah tau of the get down stay down tau yeah. of the get down stay down is just one of the most important i think arrangers and songwriters like she's just really genius you listen to the way that she orchestrates yeah and records her albums and performs with this reckless abandon people as they would in front of 30,000 right that's Tao like, yeah you know when you see Tao and perform like there is zero bullshit like she uh, she gives so much of herself and everything she does and it's infectious it just uh, it kills you um, to see it live and she uh, she'll be doing um, she's been kind of touring and doing a thing as solo with like multiple instruments and looping and whatnot. oh really yeah so this is gonna be seeing Tao solo but doing her thing in a different way and so it's like this really cool opportunity to see this artist that you know most everyone there knows and loves and appreciates but it's probably seeing in a different way for the first time yeah and so Tao will be doing friday night at the campfire stage she'll be closing oh that is perfect yeah so when i first saw her name on the poster that you guys released i was like it wasn't something that i had thought about before yeah you know, her being at, uh, playing timber. Yeah. But the first thing that came to my mind was like, finally. Yeah. Cause it's so perfect. Oh, she's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's such a perfect fit for, yeah. for her songs and her musicality and what I assume to be her personality as well. Yeah. Like I've met her and worked with her before. Um, and she's a sweetheart. She's so much fun to work with. 
Um, and just one of those bands that like sometimes you get an artist that's that size and they kind of show up and they're not that fun to work with, you know? Yeah. I try to right. avoid that yeah. um, by doing my homework and, um, but she is totally just a complete delight Yeah, and yeah. just an uber professional. So that's awesome. She's going to be awesome. Yeah. Another one that I'm super excited about and we'd be remiss to, uh, uh, to not mention, uh, the other bands that are going to be playing there as well. Um, Cumulus. Yeah. Uh, has kind of reformed. And a new album will be coming out yeah. I think in September. Which I'm very excited about. Yeah. I've and already it, gotten to listen to it. Me too. A while ago. And isn't it? And like, I felt like, so important when Alex sent it to is me. Is it not like one of the best albums of 2018? It's so great. It's, it's like, so great. It is like the yeah. best album of the yeah. year. I like, love her voice, man. I love like everything she does. She's this like, you know, Alex is this little amazing artist that when she starts singing and playing it just sound it's just this juggernaut yeah you're like yeah you are floored yeah. and um yeah the guitar work everything she ever does she reminds me a lot of just like um throwing muses and when i first loved, huh. fell in love with throwing muses it was kind of like i had just this similar vibe where there was yeah. this sheer power behind what they're right. doing but there was also a sweetness to it too yeah and yeah alex you've had we've 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 hung out with alex numerous times oh yeah and, yeah but that album is gonna... i will i will never forget accidentally forgetting her name <laughs> for like a very split second yeah and i was just like oh crap and i couldn't recover yeah. could not recover way to go Aaron. Yeah. typical Aaron. silver torches also going to be playing yeah local band with a great album that came out i think late last year yep um, perfect. Another campfire stage, perfect campfire stage band. Eric has played with a ton of people. He yeah. recently just, uh, was on tour with, um, uh, Pedro the lion. Yep. Playing for, uh, f for David Bazan. Yeah. Um, and Shenandoah Davis, who I also love, who yeah. seems like a perfect fit to be playing out in the woods. I think we're going to have her play right before Tao. I think it's going to be this oh, beautiful good. one, two yeah. punch, but like Shenandoah, like that album, it came out in December, man, like, Go listen to that album. Like yeah. it is like this whimsical, beautiful thing. I, like I think it's. I think it's my favorite thing that she's she's done. Yeah. Like well, I. I think. Yeah. It's. She's been around. I mean, she's oh, yeah. been doing things. She was in Grand Hallway. Um, she's been performing uh, for so long in Seattle, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, she's just one of those artists. I'm like, I oh, no matter what, how successful she gets or recognized, I never feel like it's enough. Yeah, and I always feel like Shenandoah, you need to get your due because right. you're a genius. Right, she's an incredible piano player too. Like, yeah, watching her just play and watching just the voice leading in her hands is, is she, something else. Yeah, she really is. She's an amazing artist. Courtney Marie Andrews, who's been on this show before. Yeah, one of my all-time favorite interviews that I've ever done. That was an amazing episode. Yeah, she Go. is she is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it, scroll back. Yeah. Um, it's really well done. She has a new record that just came out. Yep, and it's, once again, fantastic as well. Yeah. And Ruler. Ruler. My, my good buddy, Matt Beatty. Mr. Beatty. Yeah. He's been a... Yeah, Matt's been just, like, at it for so long, but never really, like... It's funny, like, I, I, he just, he made a statement about how he's like, you know, I think I'm going to try this year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It was like, he posted something about, yeah, I guess I should just try to actually make a record. And, and a lot of the songs he's been working on for, for God, I want to say decades. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's refined them. And when he started working on it, all of a sudden he gets signed to a record label because like he's Barsook. A, because every artist who has ever worked with the guy knows he's a complete and utter sheer genius. Yeah. And he, um, he like he's played it with, uh, I know he played in Cataldo. Yep. That's where my mind always goes. But, um, Ruler has been this like hidden secret in Seattle music where I think a lot of people in the industry know of Ruler. Yes. And I think a lot of people knew him of Matt and because he would just pull something out of his hat every once in a while and right, perform right. and everyone in the room be like, holy shit. Yeah. Like this kid is, sorry, kid, Matt. Everyone's a kid to us. We've been there. Okay. But, um, the, you know, Matt is something special. Like yeah, he, uh, he can write, he can perform like he's charming. Yeah. He's like hilarious. And he's going to be on this show uh, coming up uh, right before the record release. Yeah. So uh, you get to we'll dive into that record, too. you know. Definitely. But Matt, I love you. I'm so happy he's playing Timber. Yeah. He's actually one yeah. of the first artists I booked. 
Oh, really? Like, Let's just do this. Nice. Yeah, he performed at Connor Byrne. He did like three songs, and I literally was texting him while he was performing. Yeah. I just said, you are my favorite band. Please play Timber. Yeah. Here is my offer. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that he answered you while he was on stage. I think is did weird. he did he no he may have <laughs> it was super have, intimate yeah. <laughs> quote unquote intimate and last but not least uh, Sarah Garrett Garrett Garrettson yeah how, how do you say that Sarah Garrettson Garrettson okay um, and he, the Shadow Catchers yeah Sarah is like this like she's so she's so wonderful um, if you like Brandy Carlisle you're gonna love Sarah but if you also like want to champion someone who's just been kind of grinding it out mm-hmm. in uh, the Seattle music scene for a few years now um, Sarah is like always exceptionally good at surrounding herself with the best musicians um, her band and what they pull off is like it's one of those bands if you're rounding their sound check yeah your your ears perk up and your brain explodes just because the second that a noise comes out of them, it's just like, well, this is, this is something else. Right. This is powerful. Um, and she's one of those artists that like I've loved for years. She's actually submitted, I think most every year that I've done a festival and I've just, the stars have never aligned to be like, I, this is what needs to happen, you know, or this is the, the kind of sound that happens at this time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so this year was like, I was like celebrating. I was like, finally, like it's perfect for this festival. It's perfect where the lineup is and everything. It's just going to be perfect. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I sent her an offer and like, and then I get like a text message like later she just, or a Facebook message and she's just holding a glass of wine. <laughs> and she just, I think it was one of those unspoken things that I, I truly did love her and I loved her music. Yeah. And I did, we just never broach the subject of the festival and whatnot even though i know she submitted and uh-huh. um and i think there was just this final moment where it's like you you are awesome yeah and yes like we could find like let's do this and so she never she never got that that email back that said never email <laughs> me ever again no <laughs> but she never like even asked really about it too. yeah and i know there's a lot i have a lot of friends like that that i really love i think are amazing that have submitted i haven't been able to find the spot because Timur is like we don't have competing stages right um, we only because we think that every artist that plays should get 100% full potential uh, attention of the audience mm-hmm. and who in the audience wants to be having to pick between two shows I know that's the one thing I don't like about <clears throat> about other festivals yeah so we right? just create one experience yeah. that yeah. everyone just kind of goes through together um, and it's not overstimulating and you don't have bands or like Oh crap! I got scheduled to play the same time as Wilco. Yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) So like, yeah. um, yeah, So every band gets their full due, but at the same time, it means that like, I can't book a million bands Mm -hmm. and just book everyone. So it's always a tough decision to you know figure that out. Well, it is a ton of fun, and this lineup is stellar. Thanks, man. man. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because you're my boss. Whatever, (laughs) (laughs) Kevin. Thank you so much for taking the time to Dude. come on the podcast that you co-produce <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and talk about the, Thanks. the, I feel like such a such excellent, a, I mean, this, this is basically, are we paying ourselves to do this episode? We're hanging out. <laughs> I mean, truth is we'd probably just be playing far cry and talking That's about true. this anyway. That's true. <laughs> um, Indeed, cause we're man. nerds, but I love you, dude. I love you too. I'm glad we could do this. I know. And I'm really excited for the lineup. It's going to, Timber is the best time. It's Me just, too. Oh, Tim, we should probably timbermusicfest.com. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't think we will be. It'll be in there somewhere. Uh, tickets are on sale now and they're actually going lightning fast. I don't say that lightly because I hate people that just do that all the time and try to get people to buy tickets. Yeah, but, we were just looking at the numbers for the initial, uh, yeah. the initial, or the opening day of yeah. sales. And our whole staff and is like staring at it going, whoa. Whoa, like, cool. Kind of cool. So, yeah. Look, Timber Music Fest, it did sell out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just probably going to sell out faster this year yeah, by yeah. all indications. So do get your tickets. Come and join it. And, like, people camp. You, you stargaze with astronomers. Yeah. We have film screening this year, a Team Bo Burnett series that he created, which is incredible. Awesome. We're show. Awesome. Um, hiking, paddleboarding, kayaking. Um, all this stuff is a part of They have official 5K run that REI helps us out with. Uh, Rainier Beer. Surf, we have Rainier. Yeah. By the river. I mean, what else? Sons of Rainier will we'll drink, drink Rainier. Rainier. 
Um, and stare at Mount Rainier yeah, and while like, they play. Yeah, so <laughs> the festival, July 12th through 14th, uh, TimberMusicFest.com. And if you don't want to camp, a lot of people camp, but a lot of people just drive in and out of Seattle. It's yeah, just, yeah uh, it's actually not that far. It's just 30 minutes. Right. So you can just right. go home, sleep in your bed, come back. Uh, you don't have to pay for parking twice. You just yeah, come yeah. in there. Indeed, man. Well, hey, thank you so much, Kev. Hey, thank you, Aaron Roden. Yeah, you're welcome. You're a great host. <laughs> this is an amazing podcast. God. Uh, it's the only podcast ever. Ever. Love you, buddy. You too. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Kill the whales. Kill the whales. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Kill the Thank you to co-producer Kevin Sir for joining us this week. I hope you really enjoyed the episode. Uh, we also have to thank Phil O'Sullivan, Emily Harris, Chad Cliburn, and the rest of the Artist Home family for making this show possible. Jace Krause of the band Friday Mile for providing our intro music. And to all of you who support us by listening to this program, thank you. If you'd like to continue to support us and your other favorite podcasts, please go to iTunes to rate and review the show. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it would mean the world to us. So go do that, right? Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, in advance, we're going to go out uh, this episode with another band that will be playing uh, Timber. Uh, remember, July 12th through the 14th in beautiful Carnation, Washington. Get your tickets now at TimberMusicFest.com. They will go fast, and they already are. Oh, man, it's really, really exciting. Uh, this song by the Velveteens is called Hanging from the Ceiling, and we'll be back next time on the Artist Home Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one, everybody. Well, Dream.